0: After back-to-back home wins, Red Bull hits the road for the first of a three-game road trip tonight against New England. New York defender Kyle Duncan joins us to talk about the current form of the team and that spectacular goal against Nashville. With Connor Laid, this is Matt Harmon. Time once again for Red Bull Weekly. be back with you on Red Bull Weekly. Even better to be talking about another impressive win for this Red Bull team who is now four wins, four losses, right in the middle of the thick of the race in the Eastern Conference. A very good, by the way, Eastern Conference race that's shaping up in the 2021 season with Connor late. I'm Matt Harmon. This is Red Bulls Weekly. We are brought to you as always by our good friends at the New Jersey Institute of Technology, better known as NJIT. Connor, 2-0 over Nashville. We saw old friends Dax McCarty, Alex Muehl come in. Uh, but the story, the goals for New York, the, an absolute, uh, absolutely spectacular finish from Fabio and Kyle Duncan, who will join us on the podcast today with that left-footed banger as well.
1: Yeah, that I'm I'm still speechless uh, from those goals and really the overall performance. Uh, you know, this Nashville team has been one that you know has been very tough to beat, and no one's been able to do it so far this year. And they've really been one of those teams that you know it's going to be a tough game when they come in, especially with guys like Dax McCarty and Alex Muehl. But the performance that this Red Bull team put in yet again, I feel like we're just constantly they're one upping each, uh, each game each performance and they've really coming into their way with confidence and you can tell Gerhard schuber has got this team humming and so I, I think it was a really really positive performance they're getting back to being dominant at home and when teams see these types of results at Rebel Arena you know they're getting it's there they know it's going to be a tough test coming in here but yeah you mentioned the goals and I think we're thrilled we all had smiles on our faces seeing Fabio net that first one I know he's been waiting for that for a long time and he did did that in quite nice fashion. And then Kyle Duncan with uh, a left foot screamer that you can tell he, I'm excited to get him on here today and talk to, talk to him about that goal as well.
0: Start of the three game road trip later on tonight in new England with Atlanta and Orlando city on the back end. Um, Kyle, uh, Kyle who will join us, I'm sure we'll take one side of this Connor. I want you to take the other side. You are no longer a player anymore. So don't give me the standard. We take it one game at a time. When you start a three-game road trip, do you go into it knowing that the team has had struggles away from Red Bull Arena so far this year saying, hey, we got to figure out a way in the next three. We got to get four points. We got to get six points. Or or am I overstating it? And and it really becomes, no, we've got to just worry about New England. Give me, give me the real answer, Connor.
1: You know, that's funny because the answer's always on the outside is, no, we're going to take it one game at a time. But I feel like in the most prepared situations that I've had as a player. And when we've really, if we have a three game road stretch or something like that, you always set out a certain amount of points that you're looking to get. And so, you know, you know, you've got a roadmap for the, for the season. And I remember 2015 Jesse Marsh comes in and we're setting our goals for the year. And it was always, you're going to get this amount of points on the road, this amount of points at home. We set like really hard lines for ourselves. So I think going into a road trip like this. Yeah. I think it's. You know, I'm not sure that number for this team seven points. You know, two wins and a draw would be incredible. You know, is that five points? You get, you know, looking to get one win because these are some tough places you're going into play where you know might not have had the most success over the years. So I feel like, you know, getting getting at least one win, maybe two draws. I think I, you know, I want to set that standard high with two wins and a draw. But I think for me as a player, that's what I always wanted to see. I always wanted to go each game knowing you want to get a win, but maybe in a place like New England, uh, a draw to kind of, you know, squeaking out a draw in a place like that feels like a win and can build some big momentum for you as a team.
0: All right. So I can go on record and say next time somebody says, oh, we're only taking it one game at a time. I can say, nope, that is absolute nonsense. I know you guys have some sort of goal set for yourself, um, and and I'm going to use – and Connor Lay told me, by the way, <laughs> so that everybody knows. You know, yeah. and I think Connor, the thing that is 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 now starting to become important for this team is they've reestablished that they can be really good at home, but you could only be so good as a team unless you figure out ways to start getting points on the road.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if you look around the league, the teams that have been successful for so long in this league is they do have that recipe for success on the road. And you know, you 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 win all your games at home and you know you're going to be fighting for a playoff spot but that thing to challenge for a supporter shield are these road wins and it's so crucial and i feel like above all it's it's more of a mentality than anything you have to be so super sharp in your game plan in in your attitude going into away matches that you can't let any little detail slip because i just like red bull is a red bull arena they're dominant at home and a lot of teams around MLS have that same dominance in their respective homes. So, you know, going into these types of places, Orlando, new England, Atlanta, and the next three, I think, you know, you have to be so sharp to even get a sniff of a result there. And so I think there's been a big emphasis in training. You can tell being around the training ground that Gerhardt's ramping things up each day and he's making sure that nothing, no little thing is slipping because he knows that this is going to be a massive three games. And really what could not make or break the season, but really get them on a good way.
0: Well, I think, too, Connor, if you look at how the year has gone, um, you know, you dropped the season opener against Kansas City. Now you've won four straight at home. And look at the three road games, a one goal loss in Los Angeles, a one goal loss in Philadelphia. The Philly game, for sure, you had tons and tons of chances in the second half. And, okay, so it's New England now later on tonight, and that was the last time the team was on the road. I actually kind of feel like, do you throw that game out because of what happened with Andres Reyes? He picked up the two yellows after giving New York a one-goal advantage. It just seemed like that game completely turned on its head. And clearly, New England, with the talent that they have, you can't give them the opportunity of saying, okay, go ahead and play a man up for the next 65 minutes or whatever it turned out to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think... You know, there's certain things you can throw away from that, and but c- certainly things that you always have to remember. And I think that's perfectly said, that you can't give New England an opportunity like that at home because you know that they're they're so dangerous even at level players. And they've been a very, very impressive team this year. And I think, but there's also things that you, you certainly have to learn from. And I, th- I think there was a really good start to that match for New York. And I think that's something super positive that they should go into, net, you know, this game coming up. And you know, try to replicate, but you've got to make that last for 90 minutes. And I think it's you know it's certainly going to be a, a tall task to do so. but I think he, we match up night, uh, really well with New England, and I think it's going to be a it's always a battle up there, but I think it's going to be that mentality is going back on the road, you know things aren't going to be easy, but you're you can see the group coming together, and there's a confidence around the team. but how can you get replicate that home confidence on the road?
0: Great goal for Kyle Duncan in the win over Nashville, recognized by Major League Soccer for his efforts. New York will be in New England. We will talk to the Red Bull defender coming up after this quick break. Stick around for more of Red Bulls Weekly. New York Red Bulls Weekly, brought to you in part by the New Jersey Institute of Technology. NJIT makes industry ready engineers in more than 20 fields. If it's engineering, it's at NJIT, number one in the nation for student upward economic mobility. Learn more at NJIT.edu. We are back here on Red Bulls Weekly with Connor Laid. I'm Matt Harmon. We're brought to you by the New Jersey Institute of Technology. Giving us some time here, as we just talked about before the break, is the Red Bull right back and defender Kyle Duncan who uh, Kyle? I, I'm gonna get right into it, man. That goal on Friday night against Nashville—that was sweet and and so good on so many levels. The setup, the kind of build up, and I was so very impressed with you having the confidence to just go ahead and rip that with your left foot. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. When you think of it, you know, in, in that play. Are you thinking to yourself at all? I got to figure a way to get it back to my right foot, or, or, or are we past that now?
2: I mean, definitely not. I feel like I've gained enough confidence to shoot my left foot. So, you know, even last year, you know, against Chicago, I, I cut it on my on my right foot, on, on my left foot, and then scored. So, I felt like you know I had enough space, had enough time on the ball, given that Nashville gave me enough time, and I figured I should go forward, and I took that chance and. Look what happened.
0: Yeah, listen. I mean, are are you waiting at some point? I mean, I have watched it back so many times. Are you waiting at some point for somebody to come and try try and tackle almost, away from you?
2: It almost looks like that because like I'm just looking, looking, looking. But once I looked for a space, like I looked at that spot and I figured, like, let me just shoot it there, see what happens. And the keeper wasn't there.
1: I mean, that's Kyle, that that is a very, very impressive goal. Uh, I think we, you know, you can see that your your growth on that left foot. I mean, I think we need to start cutting in a little bit more. Yeah, I know you're very dangerous going down the right side and keeping on your right, but I think you're going to get teams uh, a little bit on the back foot now. They're going to be pushing you back to the right. So keep going with that. How how did that feel? Uh, You know, when you see that hit the back of the net, obviously it was a massive goal in the game, give you uh, a two-goal lead and a bit of a comfort against uh, a tough Nashville team.
2: Bro, I surprised myself. um Definitely wasn't better than Fabio's though. But <laughs> it smacked off the right post, you know, curve off his the right 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 side of his foot. That was crazy, but it was really surprising for me to you know get that goal because we're eight games in. You know, like I started the season off with like like a like a lot of energy last year. You know, started off you know first goal of the season for the whole team and. I figured like I'm eight, eight games in right now. I don't have any assists. I don't have any goals. Let me try and do something. Like I'm, I don't get this opportunity all the time. You know, I don't get into these spaces all the time. So let me try and get forward. Let me try and get something. And the opportunity was given, so.
1: Love it, Kyle. Talk a little bit about the game itself. Obviously you guys look in really impressive form at the moment, Uh, you know, getting back to really dominant at home. what was it what did that mean that this win mean to the team and kind of what was the messaging afterwards um you know we have sean davis you know shawnee as our captain
2: and he tells us like you know whenever we come back home this is our fortress you know we can't let our fans down we can't let our family watching down we can't let you know our supporters down so when we come back here We have to do all that we can just to, you know, just get our wins. Because when we go away games, you know, we don't have the support like how we have when we're home. So he tells us that. And on top of that, we have Gerard saying, actually, Gerard, before we even went to the match, that was actually really funny. But He said something like, "Um, this is not Nashville, this is Smashville. (laughs) And it was the funniest thing. Everyone just wanted to laugh. But... We talked about that, you know, later on in the locker room. Um, and it turns out it was Smashville because we went into that game and we totally destroyed them. So
0: um, I'd, have to, I'd have to think, Kyle, like, how does he even know to say that? Somebody must have given him – that must have been a, a clue somebody. He didn't drop his term and the guys would love it. Hey, he maybe, maybe he could tell the future. But, hey, we
2: went into that game with vengeance. We were ready to play. Um, We knew Nashville was, like, a really good defensive team. um, But we broke them down in some ways, you know. Um, They're really good in transition, but we shut them down in that area. And we took advantage of that, being that when we had the space and and we were able to transition to, you know, attacking, we took advantage of that, you know.
0: You know, Kyle, a couple of things in that last answer I'd, I'd like to follow up on. Um, the the first one being you mentioned being really good at home, which has always been a calling card for this team. And, and clearly that's the case, especially after the last two games, Orlando, then the break, you come right back in Nashville. But now, at least to me, I think a really interesting time of the schedule when you look at three games in a row on the road against three very good teams in New England, Atlanta and Orlando City. Tell me, tell me what the talking points, the conversation has been about, okay, we know we've been good at home, but in order to kind of go from here to there, we have to be able to start getting points on the road. I think the
2: talking points have been like, we just have to take that momentum into those games and, you know, take it one game at a time. Like, because yeah, we know we're at home, you know, we know we have our support from the supporters and everything, but at the same time, It's no different when we're going away. We're playing another team in a different place, but it's still like another MLS team. We're another MLS team. We know we're good. So why can't we go there and win? That's what what Gerhard's basically saying to us. Like We shouldn't shut off when we go to these places because we still know we're a good team. And with the quality that we have, we shouldn't be letting these things happen, like losing away and then coming back home, winning, even yesterday, he got, you know, pretty upset in practice because the energy was just off and we have a game tomorrow, you know? So it was kind of, it was kind of weird for us um, coming off of those like two days, two day break. But he just saying like, when we come back here, we play good. Then when we go away, we play bad. Why is that? I think that's just something we have to figure out, but other than that, he's really making it clear that when we go away, we have to
0: play good. There's no,
2: like,
0: you know, Kyle. I'm I'm sure it'll be something that Connor will want to talk about as well, and maybe I I can lead into it, and then we can we can spend a couple minutes on it. In the first whatever seven eight minutes that you've been on, you've mentioned. Kind of how Gerhard Struber deals with you guys from a team perspective, from an individual perspective. Um, now that now that I I would think, you know, take take Smashville where he can kind of have those moments to laugh, and then a moment like training the other day where he gets on you guys a little bit. Is his style now starting to be embedded in you guys as as players and as a team? I mean, his style. I mean, he didn't come here to change the style of play.
2: You know, like, every coach has a different style of play, but he didn't come here to change the style of play. He probably came here to make it better, you know? Like, he's a good pressing, pressing attacking um, coach, and he likes the ball as well. So he doesn't like kickball. He doesn't like us kicking the ball away. So, like, his style is coming, you know, like, being embedded a little bit more now that we're getting used to it, and we got to realize there's still, like, other guys that haven't been here that he still has to work with. So he pulls us to the side. He talks to us, does video sessions, um, individual video sessions as well. And, you know, we, we just learn what we can.
1: Yeah, Kyle, uh, something that always struck me about you, which I feel almost fits perfectly with Gerhardt's system, you have all the qualities to be effective in that pressing system. You know, super athletic, you're quick, you have good reactions. but the fact that, you know, Gerhardt is putting a bigger emphasis on having the ball, I feel like suits your game very nicely because you do have those great qualities on the ball as well. So, you know, there hasn't been such much or as much of an emphasis in the past about being on the ball. Is that something you're enjoying more? Because, you know, you get to be on the ball more. You get to, you know, link up maybe a little bit more with your teammates around you, which is one of your strong suits.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely fun being on the ball, being that, like, Yo, you know, you, you know the enjoyment of just being on the ball sometimes and you're passing around and the fans are going, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, just hearing that in this stadium, is just like, like, wow, like, they love this. Like, let's give them a show. But at the same time, they're loving this. And we, we, we just have to use this in a, in a way that we win games, not to put on a show. You know, so, yeah, it's an enjoyment, but at the same time, we just have to use that to the best of our abilities, you know.
1: Carl, you also, I mean, going into this season, you know, I feel like throughout their early stages of your career, it's just been building up and building up, and you've been cementing yourself little by little more in the lineup. But last season, you really just cemented yourself as, you know, this is my position. Someone's going to have to come in here and take it. What are your goals kind of going into this year, especially with, you know, a lot more outside back depth now? There's a lot more competition for spots. How, how has you know that been? What's that uh, competition like been between you and your teammates? Um, that's actually what I was going to say. Um,
2: the depth is so strong that um, it pushes me even more to, like, play better and keep playing good because no one wants to lose their position. That's the first thing. Second, I don't want to let myself down. I don't want to let my family down. That really pushed me to get here where I am today. Um, And I don't want to let those players down because if I'm playing bad, then I kind of feel like I'm not doing my job in any way, you know? Like, I'm not there. Like, they don't need me. I want them to feel like they need me, so that that's that's just how I, I look at things.
0: Kyle, when you when you think of that and you and you give an answer like that, it it lends me to think that, in a lot of ways, are you your own worst critic when you're on the field?
2: <laughs> um, in what way, though?
0: Yeah, I, I mean you make a bad play, you make a mistake, you make an error. Is it, is it Kyle Duncan saying to himself, I need to be better or um, has Kyle Duncan, and I, and I'll say this as a compliment, has Kyle Duncan matured enough to the point now where he can say, that's just part of the game, put my head down and go, go win the ball again. Like those are
2: little things for me. And, but that's something we've always like really like um, just stayed like focused on. Um we always say it's the next play, it's the next play, and that's with any soccer game. And Garrett's also pulled me to the side and told me. Um there was I think it was the first game of the season. He pulled me to the side and told me, Why do you let things get to you? Like there's no reason to let things get to you. You were playing so like you were having such a good game. You were playing so well and then I think I missed a guy at the back post and after that my whole mind just shut off and I was so in my head that I wasn't focused on the now like I was still I was focused on messing up and just keep messing up I was just scared but now I realize so yeah I'll go back to maturing now I realize it's not about that it's about just staying focused on the now and just focused on what the end goal is, and that's just winning the game. If I'm not there, then it's not a whole 11 on the field. It could be 11 versus 10, and we'll, we're gonna be down one man because one man's not there focused on the game. So I realized like, I just need to be in like there all the time.
0: Kyle Duncan joining us here on Red Bulls Weekly with Connor Lade. I'm Matt Harmon. We've got the broadcast coming up for you Uh, later on tonight. My Steve Jolly on the New York Red Bull Radio Network. Start of a three-game road trip with New England, Atlanta, and Orlando before Red Bull will be back home against Philadelphia on a Thursday night. Uh, Kyle, right now, four and four. And it seems like, to Connor's point earlier, the team in the last couple, even sandwiched with an international break, starting to gel and come together Tell me, as you hit that late stage of June, how different is this team now than they were at the start of the season?
2: Oh, yeah, wow. Um, Definitely grew a lot, being that players understand uh, their roles a lot more. You know, going into the season, like, it was a little bit weird because there was the understanding of – when we lose the ball, it's counter-press, counter-press, counter-press. And that's not something players are always, like, focused on, you know. Another thing is being that, you know, DRR changed up the the way we play, as in he wants to keep the ball a little bit more. That's also something we had to really, like, get used to. And now you can see that, you know, like, that's really come a long way. Like, it's it's really come, it's really come a long way being that we're keeping the ball a lot more. We have a lot more possession in games and we're doing a lot less running. So I feel like we've come a long way in it, like right now.
1: Definitely shows Kyle. I yeah. think, go, sorry, go ahead. I don't know no, if you're, there's
2: good, any... you're good.
1: You're good. You're good. <laughs> um, I, I think that, you know, you, you can tell there's, there's definitely a confidence around the team right now and, mm-hmm. Obviously, I think the the only piece is missing, like we talked about before, is, you know, getting a couple of those road wins. And then you turn, you know, you're challenging for top spots in the conference.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What how did you guys keep yourself going? I know we talked to a couple guys about this, but you just had that long international break. And for you personally, how did you kind of keep yourself motivated during the time like that when there isn't a lot to look forward to? It's just training and it's a, it's a grind. But. How would you guys keep yourself going to really put in a performance like that against Nashville coming off a long break?
2: I mean, before we went into international break, we had a a meeting saying, you know, like, Mm -hmm. guys need to go out and run on their own, you know. Make sure you're not doing foolishness, like going out drinking, you know, like eating too much. Make sure you're keeping yourself fit. And coming back off that international break, I feel like guys actually needed that international break. But at the same time, we knew that we went into that international break after beating Orlando, which is like Orlando's also a really good team, you know. They're at the top of top of the you know standings right now as well. So being that we were going to play against Nashville, we just took it one game at a time. like we knew that we had another game to play it was no different than Orlando let's just go into this game play the way we play and that would be about it
1: Kyle we talk about an international break and obviously uh you know you've had a lot of experience you know in the past year or two with with the national team and getting some opportunities and Obviously, we thrilled to get word that you've been included in the preliminary Gold Cup roster and will be involved in, in that group, w- along with teammates Kate and Clark and Frankie Amaya. And how, how excited are you to challenge for a spot in that Gold Cup roster? And what have these opportunities with the national team not only meant to you, but helped you improve as a player? I mean, it's definitely an honor, you know,
2: wearing the crest all the time. Uh being in that pool means a lot because, you know, like that's out of every American player in the whole world. So if you're on that roster, it's like it's really big. Um, on top of that, you know, competing for a spot. That means everything because you're going up against guys like Reggie Cannon, who's playing in Europe. You're going up against guys like who else is on the who else was on there? I don't even know. Reggie Cannon, um, Julian Arrell, who plays at Galaxy right now, um, Aaron Herrera, who plays at Real Salt Lake. Those two actually went to the Olympic um, yeah, Olympic qualifiers. So, you know, like, going up against these guys, you know, to just earn a spot, you know, like, it means a lot because these are also good players. And if you're winning a spot over these players, then, you know, so you got to be doing something right.
0: So, Kyle, let's finish with a couple of uh, dare I say fun ones. If you are coming down the right side, your preferred side, and attacking, and you see Connor Laid as a defender, how are you getting around him?
1: Careful now, Kyle. Careful.
0: Oh my gosh! Um... (laughs) Wow. You don't have to take this. Kyle, uh, you don't have to be kind. Don't listen no. to Connor. You do not have I know. to. <laughs> I mean. Are you going to try and just run right past him? Or are you going to make a move to get around him? Nah, because Con's fast. So I wouldn't wouldn't just
2: try to run past him. Um, There's no that, way around, Kyle. That, <laughs> it'll, it'll be hard, you
0: know. I'll probably so, try
2: and take it on my left foot, you know, because he wouldn't expect it.
0: So. Well, he might. I'll he might try and now, take it on my left foot. He might now after the goal that you now, have, now.
1: Kyle. I'm I'm biting on that left foot all day. You're gonna just burn me on the right because I'm expecting you now every time to go on that left foot. Because I mean, you see the quality you have there,
0: Kyle. Any part of you that um, misses playing overseas in France, or have you have you now grown into the fact that you are so comfortable? back in the States and, and and with Red Bull and in the national team mix and things like that. I think it
2: was nice playing in France. But, you know, like it was a great experience. And being that I'm back home, I am really comfortable actually. I'm very comfortable. Um I can see family all the time. Training's not far. I live five minutes away from training. So you know, like, I can't ask
0: for anything better than that. And last last one for me, and then, Connor, you can get the last word, and I'll wrap up. True or false, you think Andrew Gutman looks better wearing number five than Connor Laid?
1: <laughs> Kyle, be honest. Be honest. It's fine. I'll, I'm okay again, with that.
0: Again, Kyle, take discount the fact that Connor's even here. <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> Andrew.
2: Okay. Hey, that Khan was- is the OG. You know, you gotta <laughs> stick with you gotta stick with OG. Con. Con. All
1: right. I, you don't have to see uh, me in the locker false, room, Kyle. False, false. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, um I think we all know the real answer to that, but I appreciate you being nice <laughs> to me. Um I wanna talk a little bit about you've got a special event going off tonight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, partnering up with your cousin Timothy Wea, you guys are uh, producing a, a 3v3 tournament. I believe it's called the Pop Out. Yeah. In NYC. What does it mean to you not only to, you know, collaborate with him on a project like this, mm-hmm. but also doing it in your community in a place, Med Oval, that I'm sure you've played a thousand times?
2: Um, there's going to be a lot of sponsors there, you know? And being that, you know, kids like us don't really get this opportunity all the time. We just want to make, like, we just want to give these kids the chance to just, you know, come out and have fun, you know, meet a few professional soccer players that's from their hometown. And we could even tell them our stories, you know, like how we grew up here, how we made it where we are, what it took, You know, the dedication, the hard work. And we just want them to come out and have fun. Like, I know that when I was younger, it didn't only take me, you know, pushing myself. It took my dad. My dad pushed me through everything. He did whatever he could to get me to soccer practice when I was playing at Red Bulls in the academy. I was living in Brooklyn. And we would go, like, right after he would pick me up from school because I would, like, have, like, after school sometimes, so he'd pick me up from school. Um, Sometimes we'd be running late because the Holland Tunnel would be full four hours. So, like, when I'm telling them these stories, you know, like, I want them to see, like, if you're failing, don't feel like it's only you because you need that person there to push you as well. And that's what my dad was for me, you know, that person that really pushed me. That's why he's my role model. Like. And, like I said, they're about to come out and have fun today. So that's about it.
0: Kyle, really well said, especially uh, not, not too far removed from Father's Day. Appreciate you coming on here uh, today, giving us some time. Look forward to seeing you. Um, obviously, continued success on the field. And uh, let let us get let's get three against New England later on. For sure. That is Kyle Duncan, Red Bulls in New England later on tonight to take on the Revolution. Start of a three-game road trip. You can hear it on the New York Red Bulls radio network. Our thanks, of course, to our main man John Gasparoni, our technical uh, guru for Connor Lade. This is Matt Horman. We'll see you again next week. Thanks as always for listening to Red Bulls Weekly.